Hello, 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 and welcome to Session with the Kush Queen. Today's episode is just going to be random topics. I'm just going to talk about self-love, maybe self-medication, and just what you do to get closer to people. So one thing that I have is um, I've got a dad. Obviously, everybody's got a dad and a mom and stuff like that. My dad is a little bit of a harder kind of guy to get to know. He is a retired Metro Toronto police officer. So growing up, there was quite a lot of uh, boundaries and rules and stuff that I obviously broke on a regular basis. That would just kind of keep me going. But over the years, I found that I've personally probably disappointed my father with a lot of my choices in life. Not to say that smoking cannabis is wrong, but back in the day to a police officer, obviously it was. I can now say, though, that my dad has completely come around. Unfortunately, it had to take legalization for that aspect of him to, uh, to change. But when I did become a medical patient, he did actually start to understand the whole process and he started to just calm down. So I think that the biggest stigmatism that goes around with marijuana is the lack of education for a lot of people out there. Uh, having it being prohibited for so many years just makes people not really understand that it can be used for other things. So make sure that you have those conversations with your old schoolers that are in your life because you just never know what will come of that. So now recently my dad has decided to start taking some CBD oils and they're working amazing for him. They're actually healing his wrist that has been a problem for him for over 20 years and it's made his backache stop hurting him as much. It's not complete pain relief, but it is manageable pain relief now. So you just got to think about those things. So with me, I'm personally, I am a daddy's girl. So even with all the things that I have done to let him down or whatever, I've always tried to rectify those or just to be good. Now, as I grow older, I've realized that just because they're your parents, yeah, you got to please them to a degree, but you can't lose who you are for somebody else. So on that note, with my father being who he is and me always wanting to, you know, make him proud of me, I've gone without a lot of tattoos that I've wanted. I have never really dyed my hair random colors because of a perception that I thought he would have of me. It's just a lot of things that I've not done. And now in my older age, while I'm coming to terms with life and everything, I've just decided to start doing these things. So it kind of looks like I'm having a midlife crisis when I'm actually not. I just finally feel free and comfortable enough with who I am to let my parents either accept me for who I am or not because I'm good with who I am so yeah so when I was growing up I started to not smoke pot at first I was smoking hash at first doing bottle tokes had no issues doing BTs smoking in the house nobody ever caught me my parents were smoking cigarettes at the time so it was a really quick cover-up because you obviously used cigarettes to do bottle tokes because hot knives for me were just too harsh uh, then I started to flip over to the weed and that's where I pretty much started getting caught for every time I would smoke. Just based on the smell that it leaves on your clothes and the smell it leaves in the house and the whole nine yards. So I don't know if anybody knows what a Mr. House is. Back in the day we didn't have these buddy smoke buddies and stuff like that. We had bounce sheets, a toilet paper roll and an elastic band. Those were your smoke buddies for the house. So they were great. I called it my Mr. House. There's never anything wrong with having a Mr. House. I even had it to the point where if I wanted to smoke a joint, I'd keep the lit end of the joint inside of a bottle so all the smoke would just sit in the bottle 
so that it wasn't free burning in the house and just blow it out the window. Why did I not just go to a park and smoke a joint? Well, I was told that I could not smoke pot in the house. They never wanted me to smoke it at the house or on the property. So I tried, I went to the park, I smoked the joint, I came home, my dad smelt it on me and freaked out about that either way. So it didn't really matter how that went. I'm sure it didn't help that it was illegal. I'm sure it didn't help that I was like 17 years old and it didn't help that he was a police officer. So now with your own children, I'll ask you the question, how old would it be okay for your kids to start smoking cannabis? whether it's recreational or medical. Now, I know in a recreational note, it's 19 years old. As a parent though, if your kid shows interest, not to say that you're gonna condone it and let them, but would you want them to try for their first time with you? Do you even explain to your kids that you're, you use marijuana as a medication? Do they even know about it? Because I've been reading lately that that's a topic that people should start touching base on with your kids younger, just so that they know and they're educated and they're not thinking that it's like this big black hole in the sky that's not good for anybody so basically deetering them I'd rather my kids smoke a little bit of pot than black out at a party and not know what happened the next day so I don't know not too sure how everybody else feels about that that's just where I think my head's at with that so yeah so usually I bring to you guys a lot of cannabis information and stuff but just with the weather and the time of year and stuff and with a lot of our crackdowns a lot of events and stuff have actually gone very underground where i'm not going to really be able to be talking about where they are anymore just because of uh privacy and trying to keep people safe in the community that are hosting these huge beautiful events for us i can give you guys help though on instagram if you come to me on there at kush queen of pot 1.0 if you DM me on there, I can also I can try to give you information on where these upcoming events are on your DM so that you can follow these people and then get onto their guest lists. So they've all become pretty much private. They're not open to the public anymore. Uh, next big event that's coming up in Canada that I can think of off the top of my head, I actually don't really have one off the top of my head. The 210 party had just happened in February on, the, on Sunday that just passed. So I think the next one is probably 420 in April. Uh, upcoming guests that we will have on this podcast is quite a few. We do have a grower from Nova Scotia on the east coast of Canada who's going to come on and he's going to introduce us to his grow room and talk about his techniques because every grower has their own ways of growing. We will have somebody that's high up in the community that has been a staple, who has been a fighter, who has been getting information out there and an educator. There's also going to just be some people who just come on for some fun. I am trying to get some people that have legalities who can come on and actually talk to me about court cases that they have possibly gone through. I'd also like to get a lawyer who specializes in cannabis that can come on. And we're also looking for a doctor right now. So those are possible upcoming events and shows that will be available for you live on the podcast. Don't forget that you are able to send me any questions that you have or any future guests that you think that you could recommend for the show at session with the Kush queen on Instagram. If you DM those to me, then I can start doing some research and start reaching out to some more people. Just if you have anybody that you'd really like to hear from, let me know. So right now, what I have at home is 
a little mixed baggie of some weed. And what I'm doing with it is I'm actually not rationing it. I find that right now I'm just on a little bit of a lower smoke cycle. I'm just not smoking as much. My focus is kind of elsewhere right now. And um, I don't know if anybody else has ever experienced this. But sometimes when I smoke, I actually find that my anxiety increases depending on my feelings that day. So lately, just because the anxiety has been kind of through the roof, I've been really slowing down on my pot intake just to be cautious, just to not cause more anxiety on my body internally when I can possibly avoid it. So I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that. If you have, I'd love to hear your story because that would be really interesting. Like I'm a huge advocate for cannabis, but sometimes you just got to slow down. Have any of you guys ever done a detox before where you just want to do like a THC level detox and you kind of stop for a week and then you go back to it and all of a sudden you feel like you're a kid again for the first time getting high and all your munchies come back and the whole thing that's kind of that's sort of what I'm doing but not on purpose I'm just kind of doing it because my body's telling me to do it so I'm not too sure so recently I have gone to Florida I landed in Tampa to go see my best friend uh, Mad Jones MJ And while I was there, she treated me like a queen, took me all over the place. So we made it all the way down to the southernmost point of the Key West. And then we went up to Miami. Miami was amazing. So what we ended up doing was we met up with a local grower. And this guy had like some true quads. It's not even funny. His his buds were amazing. So at least I know now that there are... You can find stuff. Even when you think that it's not going to have a good product in a certain state or a certain province, you just got to connect with people, network with people, build that trust level with them. And then you can always end up finding stuff, right? Like I went to a state where it's only legal to vape your weed and I could not get anything personally for myself because I'm not a medical patient in Florida or in the United States of America. And this guy just hooked us up. But I did end up going to one dispensary called Move M-U-F-V. Amazing place. I walked in there and I have not seen a dispensary look so professional. It, it's like the equivalent to the Apple store. Like just the way everything was set up and lit up and labeled. It, it was like walking into an Apple store. It was amazing. And their customer service was beyond belief. Um, again, like I said, because Florida is a vaporizing state, they have things that I've never even seen in Canada. They had like an asthma puffer that had THC in it or a CBD one. They have lozenges. They have a spray that you can just put in your mouth, patches, and then a whole bunch of cartridges for you to have for your pens. So it's quite a different selection. You can buy flour, but the flour obviously comes in a vaporizer pod. So it's a ceramic little pod with a metal lid that's got some holes in it. Perfect for you to drop right into your volcano. All ready to go. The one thing, though, that is suggested in Florida is um, pop your caps and then you can get your flower out and then you can do what you want with it, right? So I think that they're a vape state only because as a medical patient in Canada, every time you try to go get your weed, the one thing that they tell you is that you should vape, right? So I'm pretty sure that that's what that has to do with. They just want it to be vaped the healthiest way right now because that way you're not combusting and you're not putting all the smoke into your lungs right now another question for you guys 
Have you ever had the chance to actually see and smoke a straight CBD strain? Well, obviously it's not going to be straight CBD. There's always a little bit of THC in it, but I'm just curious as to what your effects were. If you thought it was harsher or smooth, if it did anything for you and how people say that CBD is non-psychoactive, but it does do something to your body, which therefore classifies it as a possible psychoactivity because it does relieve pain and it does do things, right? So I'm really confused with the whole, is it or is it not? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I want to say it's not, but I don't really understand the whole CBD. I know that it's uh, it's it's turning into a new miracle drug. I know that it's good for a lot of elements. I know that it's safe for like animals and stuff like that. You can buy it at the convenience store and the dog food store. So it's pretty. Our selections are getting bigger and bigger, and I find it. I find it to be amazing. Um, I'm not too sure yet how I feel about legalization. We still haven't got any storefronts in Ontario anywhere. Everything has to be ordered online. I would personally prefer to see the product. Like, I don't know. I get to go to a store and I get to try on shirts. I don't want to say that I want to try the pot out, but I'd at least like to see it and smell it. Like, I don't know. I don't know anywhere else that you go and you have to buy something other than the liquor store and the beer store. Where do you really buy stuff that you don't get to check it out first? nowhere like you test drive a car so I don't know I find it really confusing but I guess that's just how it is I've been thinking today that when I get home I am probably going to smoke my bong hit ahead of time instead of after I've been saving them lately for bedtime so I think I'm going to do a wind down it's Wednesday. I don't need a glass of wine. I just need a wine down bong rip. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So for anybody that doesn't know, I am a mother of two. I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. I keep my children completely separated from my cannabis lifestyle. It's, uh, I feel like intertwining them is not necessarily the best idea. Plus, I just like to keep them private just because they're, they're my babies. And safety always comes first, right? So... That's why sometimes I can't always be fully um, fully available at all times when I want to be. So I'm not too sure. So coming up this summer, there is going to be a traveling roadshow for the podcast. We're going to be traveling around and going across Ontario, trying to get some guests. And while we're at it, we're going to be checking out different head shops and local dispensaries if I can find any if I can get out of this province uh, upcoming I will be heading out to Vancouver where I'm hoping to meet up with some people that I have already met online like BC Budgal and I think that would be amazing to get her in on a podcast plus I'd really like to check out their cannabis scene on the west coast because to me that's it's where it's at BC Bud anybody from Canada knows what I'm talking about always amazing right so for all of you out there that have tuned in today for this episode I fully appreciate all of you always have and always will don't forget to leave me a message on anchor if you would like to uh, say anything and 
Possibly I'll even add your message into the podcast. If it's like a question and stuff, I've got no problems with sticking you in there. Other than that, you all have a great day. Take care and I'll see you soon.